0: hello everyone welcome to another episode of what is a podcast the podcast where the host had to poop a little bit before recording this but it kind of went away but it might come back but you never really know um yeah i don't know um but yeah this is what is a podcast welcome back if you are a repeating listener if you are not a repeating listener if this is your first time listening or if you're an on and off listener welcome back as well I love you too it's all love out here um but yeah this is what is a podcast where I talk about stuff that matters to me or doesn't matter to me and then I review a podcast um so starting this podcast i thought you know i felt kind of bad because i am pretty sure i just rejected someone and potentially insulted someone and i didn't mean for it to do or to be that way but i guess it happened um and i don't want to get into too many details but it is something i guess to talk about um because if you're like me if you don't know what i look like um if you listen on like apple or whatever, like. The picture that's on the podcast is a picture of my face so you should know what I look like but if you don't know me or you don't know what I look like I'm I'm a pretty average looking person I would say Um, I may say I'm handsome I may say that I am you know better than all my enemies but like deep down inside I know I'm like an average looking person maybe depending on who you are you may think I'm handsome but whatever the person who I am talking about definitely thinks I'm handsome because they told me so but I got an Instagram message, um, and this person, I sent me a message that I deemed like very sexual earlier, like a few weeks before this happened, sent me a message that I thought was like, like pretty straightforward and explicit and made me a little bit uncomfortable because I didn't want to proceed in that way. Um, so... Then they sent me another message about an event that was going on near where I live. I went to that event, you know, and I thought, oh, it's all good. We're just like, you know, acquaintances, friends, whatever. And then they sent me another Instagram message. And if you're wondering why they're sending Instagram messages, because they don't have my phone number. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to giving people my phone number, but this person does not have my phone number. Um, I am a little skeptical if this person does like, listen to what i do i don't think they do because i don't advertise myself that much um but anyway so they don't have my phone number so they send me another instagram message and it's like hey how are you how is your job going um so i'm like oh this is fine you know just asking how your job doing is going and i tell it like how my job is going um stuff like that and then they asked me on a date And I realized later, like after they responded to me that it actually said friend date. I didn't read that at first. I saw date and I was like, well, Valentine's Day is coming up. So it's like, as I'm recording this anyway, you may be listening to this whenever. I don't know. But Valentine's Day is coming up. So I think I saw the word date and I was like a Valentine's Day date. And I'm actually very busy on the actual Valentine's Day, but I was like, oh shit. I don't I don't I don't have the enough energy to be like on a Valentine's Day date with someone who I don't want to be uh, a Valentine um, but it actually did say friend date I looked at the message later and I was like oh I might have insulted this person by saying that I don't want to be their friend and that's not the case but I also did ha- get a message from this person that I deemed was sexual and was probably sexual in nature on their end. But I deemed it to be very straightforward and very sexual. And I didn't even respond to that message. So I didn't think that there was anything to worry about. But I don't know. But then the response I got said, you know, I'm busy these next few weeks, which I am. That's not a lie. Um, I do have a lot of like work related stuff. And I like to, you know, spend weekends, you know, relaxing you know, go for a walk by myself, you know, watch some Netflix, um, you know, spend time with my dogs, things like that. I like to spend my weekends like that. I don't like to, you know, I don't want to be busy all the time. I need time to relax, you know, but I just said, you know, I'm busy. And then the response was very um, like curt and like kind of closed off. I felt like And I'm not sure if this person feels bad, but I kind of feel bad um, for if they took it that way that I didn't want to be their friend because I didn't I just didn't see that it said friend date. It said date. I I thought it said date and it turned out to say friend date. And they may have taken it to be like, I don't even want to be your friend. Not only am I not interested in you romantically, I don't even want to be your friend. That's not the case. I am down to have as many friends as I can. But I just saw. this message that I thought said date and that was like oh shit. I cannot go on a date with this person because I'm not interested in that way. But um maybe it'll work out, maybe it won't. But that's something like, oh damn, I probably hurt this person's feelings. And you know people say, you know, you shouldn't care what other people think, but when you hurt someone's feelings, you know, you should care what people think. You should care what other people think a lot. I care a lot about what other people think. And maybe that's wrong of me, and maybe that's the reason why I will lose to my enemies but you know i care what people think so it's going to be what it is and if you hear pauses or drinking sounds i am drinking some chamomile tea that i freshly brewed with no added sugar or anything like that because i'm trying to cut my caffeine intake um this chamomile herbal tea does not have caffeine in it i'm trying to cut down on my sugar intake so i'm not adding like any honey or sugar or anything like that. So it's just regular chamomile tea that I'm drinking. No calories, no nothing. Just so you know, give the herbs in my body, but not any of the, the nasty calories that we all don't want. And it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I am a tea drinker, but I'm not like a experimental tea drinker. But this chamomile tea is, is pretty good. Um, But anyways, what I really wanted to talk about, other than that stuff that just happened to me... um. I want to talk about pyramid schemes or multi-level marketing because, you know, I've seen a lot of pyramid schemes popping up again. And there's one that sells like coffee and health products. And I was just like, I need to talk about pyramid schemes because this bothers the shit out of me. Um, And I think what bothers me about pyramid schemes is that in order to be successful in a pyramid scheme, you have to be annoying. You have to be annoying. You have to recruit people. And the only way to recruit people in my eyes is to be annoying. And a lot of this marketing is being happening on Instagram with this particular company. And it's like, oh, vote on my poll if you want me to message you. And then sometimes you're flipping through Instagram stories and you accidentally vote on a poll. And then this person messages you about joining their company. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. And for me, it's like anything that requires being extremely annoying is something that I have want no parts of. And that's why I can't join a pyramid scheme, other than the fact that it costs money to join. Like when you sign up for like a regular job, like maybe you have to do like training or something depending on the job. But if you sign up for a job, they're not gonna say pay 500 front and you can join our company. Like I work for a company. I didn't have to pay $500 to join the company. I interviewed for the company and that's how I was able to join. I didn't have to pay five hundred dollars to join this company and with a lot of pyramid schemes it's like making money on the side or you know an extra five hundred dollars a month an extra thousand dollars a month which to me signals that these companies are looking for you know people who need money poorer people like people who are financially completely stable probably aren't going to go for this so for me it's kind of fucked up that you're looking for people to make an extra 500 on the side, an extra $1,000 on the side because they're looking for, you know, a quick way to make more money. Maybe they have a job that takes a lot of time and they want something quick and easy to make more money on the side on the weekends or whatever. And you're asking them to pay 500 up front, like some of these companies I see to pay 500 up front. So think about it this way, if you're paying 500 up front and you can make 500 a month if you're doing well, And when you're starting the first month, you're probably not doing so well. It might take you like two months, or one month and a half, just to break even, just to be back at zero dollars. When you could have used that five hundred for something else, could have used it for food, it could have been used for gas. If you have a child, it could be used for like you know, stuff for your kid or new clothes or a new, couple new items of clothing for your kid and i think that's kind of fucked up but really like you just have to be so annoying like if i was part of a pyramid scheme my parents would probably be like why the fuck are you in a pyramid scheme but think about it this way if you're in a pyramid scheme and the goal of a pyramid scheme if you don't know you have to recruit other people the goal is you recruit people, they sell whatever shitty product that you're selling, and then you get commissions if you recruit people. The more people you recruit, the higher commissions you get, right? So in a way it's not all you're not really selling a product, but you're also selling like um you're selling the dream. You're selling a dream of a product. You're selling a dream of success that barely anybody um gets to make. You know, like if you're in a pyramid, a lot of people have to be at the base of the pyramid. The top of the pyramid, and this is why it's called a pyramid scheme, I think, only a few people are at the top. That's why, you know, it's lonely at the top because everyone else on the base is holding you up. And I'm like, yo, so I can't do this. But if I was in a pyramid scheme and you have to recruit people to make a better commission so that you can be a level above the base of the pyramid, that means you have to reach out to people that you know first you can't like most people aren't doing like cold calls for your your fucking coffee or your fucking health products or your knife products or whatever they're not you're not doing cold calls for that shit usually so you have to talk to people who you know who are the people that you know people that go to school with you people who are related to you people who are your friends already and that means in order to be successful you have to alienate your friends and family. Because a lot of people are not gonna go for the pyramid scheme, even if they are, you know, poor. They're not gonna go for this pyramid scheme. And you have to advertise on your Instagram, on your Twitter, on your Facebook, all those things, send text messages and calls. Because you have to reach out to people that you know. You can't reach out to strangers. That doesn't make any logical sense. You have to, you know, reach out to people that you know. And I think that's just extremely annoying. And yes, you know, if you're trying to make something for yourself, like, One could argue like I make YouTube videos and I have about 150 subscribers as of this recording, but I could have more if I advertised on Facebook, if I posted clips on my Instagram or on my Twitter account, I could have more followers and like maybe my friends and family would be, you know, subscribed if that was the case, but I just don't like to be annoying. But I get like if you're starting your own business or you're starting your own you know enterprise or you're you know trying to be creative in any way and you care about you know spreading and making money and making a difference then yeah you're going to have to advertise to a lot of people but it's not that you're recruiting them you're just showing them that's different with a pyramid scheme you're recruiting them to do more work for you instead of just showing them what you're doing that's some big difference here i think and that's why i think it's just so Annoying and why I would never do it is because I don't want to be annoying in that way Like you're not like not you have to sell product I'm assuming because they make products for you to sell but in order for you to really be successful You have to recruit other people so you're selling an idea. You're selling a dream You're selling the idea of success, but you're not actually selling success. You're not even selling advice Really? You're not like a consultant or anything. You're just selling the idea of success Which I think is fucked up But also While I'm on this topic of pyramid schemes And why I would never join it I've seen a lot of pyramid schemes Be like I'm starting my own business I want to help you start your own business And I'm going to take a sip of chamomile tea now I don't know if that was ASMR or whatever But I just took a sip of Glorious fresh brewed chamomile tea But anyway, people are always saying, like, I'm starting my own business. This is my business. I want you to start your business. And if I can put a pause button on that, how the fuck are you on your own business when you're working for another company? All pyramid schemes, all multi-level marketing schemes are selling the same product. You whatever multi-level pyramid company you are, you're selling the same product made by the same company. How are you selling? You're starting your own business when you are not making any product. You are not innovating in any way. You are working for another company. How is that your own company? How is that your own business? You're not doing anything that requires any type of business knowledge. You're basically like a traveling salesman at this point like how are you making your own business how are you starting your own business that doesn't make any sense unless you want to get like sales experience and then get into your own business later but you're not in your own business currently just because you're selling healthy coffee or you're selling energy drinks or any of that you're not starting your own business at all excuse me but you're not starting your own business that's fucking ridiculous and i think the people who are lying to you and saying that you're starting your own business that's fucked up you're selling a lie that's a lie even if it's not technically a pyramid scheme or it's like technically not illegal you're still being fucked up i don't i don't get it cuz i know even when I was in high school, like when I was like a sophomore or junior in high school, there were people that were in pyramid schemes. I didn't realize it was a pyramid scheme at the time, but they were in these pyramid schemes and they were under 18. I don't think that is legal in any sense, even if it's not like an illegal scheme or it's like a multi-level marketing that's not illegal because of some loopholes. These people were under 18. There's no way that that was right i don't think so anyway i would have those people thrown in jail for recruiting high school kids and then when i was in college like one of my friends one of my good friends he didn't end up getting too trapped in this pyramid scheme it's okay but they got they invited me to like this um workshop and i guess this might be how they get a lot of members really quickly like they set up a workshop at a college i'm in freshman year it's in the dorms with like 50 people here in this workshop or this meeting, telling them about the company and how you can make money. And I remember specifically, they would say it costs five to join. And me being 17 and stupid. I was like, Oh, five bucks. That's no big deal. But it turned out to be when they said five, they mean 500. And as a 17 year old freshman in college, I did not have $500 just to give to somebody but people did it. And they started being in that pyramid scheme. And that's that's fucked up, bro. You can't do that. You're tricking these college freshmen. Yes, they're in college, which proves that they have some sort of intelligence and some sort of aptitude because I went to a four-year college where you had to take the SAT and you had to, you know, take placement tests and you had to have at least a 3.0 GPA to be even be considered to get in. So it's not like these people are complete dummies, but you're just selling something that as a 17, 18 year old. And your brain isn't fully developed something that people want which is success and that's fucked up but anyway um, the second thing I wanted to talk about today or I guess this is a third topic that I'm talking about today Um, I saw a video on YouTube and it was posted like a few days ago at time of recording and it was a video and I did I don't know the full story behind this video but it was called like the truth about my relationship or our relationship or something like that. And it was by a guy named Brandon Calvillo. And it was the guy whose name is Brandon and his girlfriend whose name was Lacey. And I was like, oh, like maybe they broke up. Maybe something happened. You know, drama with social media is drama. And, you know, it was a guy and a girl. And, you know, truth about a relationship it had like a million views and it was posted a day ago. And it was recommended to me because, you know, in the algorithm of the internet, we are all just pawns of a chess game, right? Like the algorithm says, we know basically who you are, even though we're just robots in a machine, we're just ones and zeros, somehow we know your race, we know your ethnicity, we know your sexual orientation, we know what you like, we also know what you dislike, we know who you hang out with, who you don't hang out with, we know who your parents are and basically like we we spy on you, basically. That's what the internet is now. This algorithmic internet, that's what it is. And the algorithm decided, whether that was right or wrong, they decided to show me this video about a guy and a girl talking about the relationship for five minutes. And they were talking about, and if you haven't seen the video, I'm sure you can just search Brandon Calvillo, um, because that was a person whose YouTube channel it was on. But you, you see this video, And it's pretty, like, you know, somber thumbnail. They're just, like, talking. And he's saying that him and his girlfriend, there was rumors that this guy Brandon and his girlfriend started dating when his girlfriend was under the age of 18. And that he is 24. For reference, I am 24. Which means Brandon was either born in 1994 or 1995. Because I was born in 1994, and I'm currently 24 at time of recording. And this girl, they said that they met. They didn't deny that they'd met when she was 17. And they met about a year ago. Now, if you want to do some math here, that means that his girlfriend was born in the year 2000. Because everyone who was born in 2000 is at least 18. Because it's very simple math at that point. So he said he met this girl when she was 17 on an app called Bumble. And this girl lied about her age on Bumble. And then they said that they met and he didn't know that she was 17 and that the girlfriend didn't tell them on their first initial date. And now I'm going to take a sip of chamomile tea again because it's just oh so delicious and oh so warm. Ah, Scrumptious. But anyway, so he said that they met when they were under eight when she was under eighteen. they didn't have any type of um sexual relations or anything like that. But mind you, here's the kicker. This girl was born in two thousand and wasn't eighteen when they met, which means she was in high school. That's the fucked up thing that they did not mention in that video, that she was in high school, that he was a 24-year-old man dating a high schooler. That's interesting. But anyway, so they were talking about how they made a video or they were in someone else's video and they were talking about sex and they had just met. And they say even though they were joking about sex, they had never really had sex, which is, I guess, believable, but kind of fuzzy. Because I guess in that video, they said that she said that he was like good in bed or whatever. But she was under 18 when they met and she was under 18 in the video. And then once he found out she was under 18, they said, we can't talk until you are 18 years of age. And then we can start dating because it's actually legal. But, and there's other stuff in the video and other stuff that may be consistent or inconsistent, but... You cannot date high schoolers. I don't care if it's legal or not, and I guess she has graduated high school now, so I guess she's about to turn 19, I think was in the video, but you cannot date high schoolers. I'm telling you this right now. Fellas or ladies, even if they are 18, do not date a high schooler because you do not have the same issues that they have. Like, yes, age gaps are, you know, a thing in dating, right? Like if you were born in 1994, or 1995, and she was born in 2000, there's probably a five and a half year age gap, right? Which would be fine if it's a 25 year old dating a 30 year old. But you have to remember that stages in life also play a factor into this. A 25 year old and a 30 year old may be working the same job. Maybe we're having the same salary, maybe paying the same amount for rent, have similar issues in their life. Yes, one is older, but you're now at a point where you can be in similar stages, even though the age gap is different. If you are like me, if you are like this guy, Brandon, and you are, you know, thinking about dating this 18 year old person that is still in high school, but they are 18. I'm telling you right now, do not do it. Do not do that shit. They are not on the same age length as you. I don't care if you didn't go to college or if you did go to college or if you have a job or if you don't have a job. When you are 24, your life is in a different stage than an 18 year old in high school. Like you shouldn't be doing that. Why are you that means that, like, oh, my 24 year old boyfriend is gonna be picking me up after pre calculus class. No, don't do that. Yes. The girl or the guy, if you are dating men or whatever you're dating, whatever your preference is, non-binary or binary, if you are dating that person in high school, they do not have the same mental capacity that you do. It's not that they are stupid. It's not saying that every high schooler is stupid. It's not saying that every high schooler isn't mature or that every high schooler doesn't have those problems, but you are not on the same wavelength. Like, you're probably working, like, a full-time job. You might be working two jobs. You might, you know, have a kid already or anything like that. And a high schooler, in my opinion, should be dating other high schoolers. I think if you're in high school, if you're, like, 18, like, the most you can date is probably, like, a 20-year-old, in my opinion. You might have different opinions, but I think because... 18 19 and 20 is pretty much the same stage in life once you're 18 you're pretty much 18 until you're 21 19 years old 20 years old that doesn't mean anything those are like the same stages in life usually 21 you can drink alcohol you can do all those things and then 25 you know is a different stage in life personally i think ellie that's how i see the world that's how i see time you might see it differently but so in my opinion if you're 18 the max you can date Is a 20 year old and probably the minimum you can date is probably like a 16 year old and even then it gets kind of weird because if you're Graduating high school and then you're like 19 and your boyfriend or girlfriend is 17 and they're still in high school You know, it might be a little bit conflicting but (coughs) Excuse me. It's a chamomile tea. You don't do this. Don't date high schoolers If you are my age or older do not do it even if it is legal do not be like I'm 24, this girl is 18, it's legal so we can do that. 18 year olds in high school are not on that same wavelength. I don't know how many times I can repeat that. Don't do that shit, please don't do that. Do not date a high schooler. They have SATs to worry about. They have you know, the final project for the high school to worry about, they have prom to worry about. Do you wanna go to prom at 24 years old? I didn't even wanna go to prom when I was 17 years old. You don't want to go to prom? Are you kidding me? You you want your old ass with your aging knees and your full-time job at whatever you work at? You want to go to fucking prom with an 18-year-old? Or even worse, you're in love with this 18-year-old and they can't bring you to prom, so they have to bring some other 18-year-old to prom and you're jealous of another 18-year-old because your old ass won't date someone who's not in high school, and you have to worry about fucking prom. Your girlfriend or boyfriend is gonna be at their senior trip at Disneyland or whatever theme park at the end of the year, and you're gonna be jealous of your 18-year-old girlfriend even though you're old as fuck, 24, 25 years old. Don't do that. You're just setting yourself up for failure. People are ending up gonna be calling you a predator, maybe even a pedophile, because you couldn't date someone who was 21. Come on now, don't do that. It's better to not date anyone at all when you're 24 than to date an 18-year-old. That's, that's how I feel about it. Do not, do not date an 18-year-old. Do not date someone in high school. Do not date 12th graders. Because I know I used to work at a school and I still work in education now. And I know that in my role, if I was me dating an 18-year-old in high school, I would get fired immediately. I might even go to jail for having inappropriate relationships with a student. I could not even think about doing that. If I even think about doing something like that, I already am fucking up if I think about doing something like that. But then again, I am an educator and not everyone is an educator, so they think differently. But if I even think about that, I'm already fucked up. If I even think about dating this high schooler I already fucked up that's already bad press that's already a bad situation I cannot even think about doing something like that because it's wrong it's wrong to do that and that's just how I think it's yes love is love but love is only it's love is love but there are certain boundaries that you don't cross and yes maybe you might think you could say to my argument love is love You know, people get married. Why can't I date this 18-year-old? It is legal, technically, but think about what you're doing. Think about who you're doing it to. Think about if you're manipulating someone who doesn't deserve to be manipulated. Just think about that for a minute before you decide to date an 18-year-old high schooler. Please, just think before you try to do that. But anyway, um, I think I'm going to do one of my fake ads now because... That was a little bit heavy, a little bit, you know, spicy, a little bit head full of steam I got there. So let's uh, lighten the mood a little bit. So I'm going to do a fake ad because, you know, a good podcast has ads, right? There's no such thing as a good ad free podcast. If I listen to a podcast, I want to hear those fucking ads, bro. So let's go. Um, We're going to do ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is um, a service that I hear on podcasts a lot. So let's see. Give me... A few seconds, and I'm just going to go for it impromptu. Three, two, one, go. Are you a job owner? Are you a business owner? Do you need employees? Do your employees suck fucking ass at their job? Do you need new people to hire so that you don't have to sell your house or divorce your wife? ZipRecruiter is the place for you. ZipRecruiter will match you up with qualified people with good shit on the resumes that went to good colleges. And you know your employees went to some shitty fucking colleges, but your your employees on ZipRecruiter will be going to good colleges. That's why they're looking for jobs on an app on your phone. But ZipRecruiter does match you with the best people. And if you're a business owner, you need the best people. You don't wanna become a multi-level marketing scheme because You can't find good people to run your business legitimately. ZipRecruiter will get you those good people. You can fire your shitty-ass employees, and you can keep going with these good people. That's ZipRecruiter.com. If you use the promo code ZipRecruiter.com slash ass, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash A-S-S, you will get 15% off of something. I don't really know how this ad works or this company you'll get 15% off I just don't know how but yeah that's ziprecruiter.com slash ass that's ziprecruiter.com slash a s s all right so that was a ZipRecruiter ad um started off a little shaky there but I think I got it under control um yeah that was that was pretty okay it was better than the last ad I did I think the last ad I did that shit fell off the rails quick and I didn't know how to realign that shit. But that ZipRecruiter ad, not too bad. And I did not mean to rhyme, but I do it all the time. Um, but anyway, now is a time where I review a podcast, and this time I'm gonna review a new podcast that just came out recently, a few weeks ago. It's another sports podcast, but you know, I did the Mina Kime show featuring Lenny, and I did all that stuff. But this is another sports podcast, it's new, it's called Stu which is from ESPN personality Stu Gots, who's a radio personality, that's S-T-U-G-O-T-S, Stu Gots, and he, you know, is cool with Dan Lebitard and all those people, if you're familiar with those people down in Miami, um, he does, he's part of the Lebitard and Friends Network, which I believe is under ESPN, so ESPN is like the bigger branch of podcasts. And then there's Lebetard and Friends, which is underneath that, which Dan Lebetard started. And if you don't know Dan Lebetard, he's a radio personality. He has a show called Highly Questionable on ESPN as well. Um, So Stu which is a good name because Stu Gots, there's Pod, like podcasts, and then there's, you know, the whole stupidity theme. And I was like, this is a good um, name. And, you know, I like, you know, Mina Kimes, I like these other ESPN podcasts, Bomani Jones. So I thought I'll I'll give this a listen. And Sugaz is a radio personality, and a lot of his stuff is radio-focused. Like, his podcast sounds like a radio show. There's people who call in, like, kind of live. They give, you know, they compliment Sugaz, or they ask him questions, stuff like that. On his episode that I listened to, he said he was a number 1 podcast on iTunes and he bragged about that for a considerable amount of time, but to be fair, if anyone listened to me, I would brag about it too. If I was number 1, I would brag about that shit too because yeah, I would want to be number 1. And he was saying, you "No, know, he was better than Oprah. If I was better than Oprah at anything, I could probably do more push-ups than Oprah." But if I was legitimately better than Oprah, at anything I would brag about it too so he bragged about that a lot he brought on his wife a lot and his wife you know her name is Abby I believe Stu gods and Abby they were funny they got the producers involved he got a lot of ESPN personalities involved and former athletes and it was a fun time it was like a fun radio show I don't listen to radio as much as I listen to podcasts and I do think while well, radio and podcasts are very similar I think in a lot of ways a podcast is a better product than a radio show is. Omer, um, it's like easier to create content around a podcast than it is to create content around a radio show. But I do think it, it sounded fun. Um, he did get into some you know sports stuff as well. He talked about you know changing the rules of baseball, where he said like shorten the game and have only four batters, which is impossible if you know how baseball works, because if there's four batters and three outs, you're going to get to a situation where there's not enough people to bat. Um, but I was thinking about like, if you were to change it so that you can have the same amount of position players, but only four batters, you would probably need to have people who were like designated runners. Like if you start off with like three people on base, you start off with the bases loaded, right? You start off with the bases loaded, And then you go from there and try to get three outs. There would be a lot more scoring if that happened. Um, Pitchers would be in a lot more stress. But that would probably be something that can happen. Or like you substitute. Like right now the substitution rules in baseball are if you get subbed out, you cannot come back in. Maybe they change it so that if you get subbed out, you can come back in. We have different runners. We have different hitters. We can mix that up. And that actually might be like if it's not like a fun official game. It could be like a fun, um, a fun mini game, a fun like all star competition. I think that would be pretty fun, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, but the way Sue Gotts laid it out, he just said have four batters and make it six innings. In that one instance, that's not gonna work. Like you can't do it that way. But I think it could be fun if you change even more rules. Of course, they're not gonna do that because it's Major League Baseball, and I love baseball, but I do think they're a little too rooted in traditions. Like, I wish I was more into Latin American baseball, Dominican baseball, Japanese and Korean baseball, because I just play the game differently. And those players come over to America and have to acclimate to American rules. And sometimes, you know, it's a little bit harder for them. But if you do the Japanese, the Korean, the Latin American, um, even like South Africa and... um, I forget which team it was from Africa that was in the Little League World Series. What, I think it was like a West African nation. It re- slips my mind at the moment. But those people are also, you know, co- you know sprouting up leagues. Um, there's Curacao that has like a lot of baseball players come from Curacao. So I wish I was more into that. I'll, maybe a goal for like the next year or so is to get more into those other leagues. Um, but yeah, I would pay for that. I would pay for like a mini game of sorts where like you start off with the bases loaded and you try to get three outs without giving up runs. That would be cool. I'm going to take a sip of my chamomile tea again. But yeah, he also talked about like football is over. What do you do now? And America loves football, but I'm just like falling out of love with the NFL. But then they had the AAF, which debuted, I believe yesterday, and the AAF seemed popping. It was like fast-paced exciting more transparency with challenging with flags on the play um a lot of fun young hoku was in the league and it had like a lot of fun in it i didn't watch a whole game but i saw highlights and i was like damn this might be better than the nfl already but they talked about the nfl they had a lot of espn personalities on and that was kind of fun i'm just like you know the nfl i feel like the nfl needs to change its product but they're probably not going to change it too much. They're like baseball in that way. And the NBA is like a fucking soap opera. But yeah, that's all. But And all in all, I'll give Stupodity the number one podcast better than Oprah. It was a pretty good. It was a little too radio-y for me to consider it like as good as some other podcasts. Because I feel like good podcast content is like fully podcast content and not so much as like radio content and it did feel like a radio show but this guy is a radio guy and he has a good voice he can talk for a long time because he's been on the radio for so many years at this point so you have a good radio voice you have all that stuff handled um so i'll give it like a 7.5 out of 10 i would download it i would i would listen regularly i'll give it that um but yeah that's all i have for today. It's a beautiful Sunday. I'm going to do some beautiful Sunday things. Um, Thank you for listening. If you listened all the way through, um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Rate it five stars. If you can rate things five stars, I'd appreciate that. Um, But yeah, thank you. I love you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Please be safe. Bye.